Welcome to this week's edition of Record Roundtable, where we listen to a band, discuss and dissect their music. This week we're talking about Vampire Weekend. This is Caleb Robinson speaking. I'm here with... I'm Dax. Jared. This is Tyler. And again, we're talking about Vampire Weekend, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it now. Dax is excited. Yeah. Dax is pumped. This is one of my favorite bands. One of? Uh, yeah. I thought you established this was your favorite band. I think it is my favorite band. So this is your favorite week? If I had to pick a favorite band, this would be it. Oh, man. Mm. Oh, golly. Oh, golly. Gee. Whoa, 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 whoa. You better prepare to be disappointed. Because oh, no. you hated it? No, I like a, I like some of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like some of it too. You like some of it? I too? like three out of the four albums, so you know. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, oh, okay. So real quick, let's talk about that. Uh, we're recording this in, uh, very intentionally this week because uh, lucky for us, we recorded it uh, when Old Father of the Bride came out, and so yeah. we got to listen to their their new record for this week's record roundtable edition. Uh, do we want to jump right into our thoughts on the new record, or do we want to establish yes. our thoughts on old records and then? Because there's kind of two ways with we the go new. Let's talk about the new. Talk about the new. Okay. Get our listeners. Let's talk about the new and record. Guys. Suck them in on that new shit. Yeah. Um. Uh. So uh, I- I'm gonna come out and say probably my least favorite Vampire Weekend record. Ooh. Yeah, me too. That's oh, wow. not, Agreed. Yeah, I mean probably just because. No, I mean, fun. it's not a bad album, but every other album is so good. I'd describe it as Vampire Weekend Light. Um, it just seems like they kind of did what works for them already, and yes. they did less of it. Yeah. They just did less I of it. I can't well, really. It's hard. What? They're only like most of the songs that don't differentiate much Mm-mm. That's true. from each other. What do you also, think? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Who puts out six singles before the album comes out, and they're all on the album? That's, that's true. Yeah. That's and, yeah, and what's up with that? That's a big statement of how many songs are going to be on your album too. Because if well, you are... remember we talked about it when that you know I listened to it. I think it was when Sunflower came out. Yeah, when Sunflowers came out, and I'm like, you think they're going to put all these on the album? And I was eager to see if they were, and they were. I was like, I don't. Well, they filled. I don't know what you did there, they bud? Filled up that album with 18 solid tracks. So yeah, but you put out six songs six and ones. only the six singles were the good ones. <sighs> I'm not, I don't, not, I don't even know that it the, was long. all of this, it was long as, as compared to their usual, like, that's, and it ended up feeling a little bit too this cluttered. It just felt, I mean, it, it sounded this like kind of the same in a lot of the tracks, but it just felt like there was too much going on at Do times. you think that's because of the Spotify algorithm, like how to make more money by having as many tracks as possible? So like the longer you stream an album, the more you get, you make from it and people like, aren't. you think it was intentional that they made a longer album? Yeah, do you th- yeah, do you think that they didn't cut the album down from 18 tracks to 12 because mm. they wanted it longer so that they would have like the longer you stream an album the more money it makes. That's why rap artists have like 25 tracks. Like that's why Drake's album was really long. Right. That's why a lot of other rap al- like do you think that was in the mindset or do you literally think they just didn't cut anything? For some reason, I just don't think they cut anything. They thought I that this album. Was, I think that they wanted to good. have like a no. I think that they wanted to have a really big feeling from this album. They had a member. What was the member who left? Uh, it starts with an R. I can't think of it. Oh, someone left. Right. Yeah, one of the members left Splitters. the band. And Rostam. so, 
yeah, Rostam. Mm-hmm. And so Ezra has kind of had to take the helm as like the the creative mind of the the group at this point, I guess. Now, did he leave or did Ezra pull a uh, Brendan Yuri and like take over? I I don't know the answer to that for it says sure. Says departure. Let's see. Yeah, I thought it was a departure. I thought that he decided to leave, but I don't I don't know for sure. Yeah, it looks like he case. left. Yeah. He and Koenig would continue to collaborate. Hmm, interesting. I so. think he did produce a song or two on the album. Because mm-hmm. I remember seeing his name somewhere in connection with it. Yeah. I don't remember which one. I don't remember which one off the top of my head either. So, But I think that this was, in the mind of Vampire Weekend, I think this was going to be like a really big album for them. And so I think they wanted to make it a bigger album. And I think that that was kind of the mindset of like, Rather than it being necessarily a tighter product than like what their other albums have been up to this point, I think they had this idea that if they could big, make this big hour long like like massive piece of music, then it would be something that would like really really blow people's minds. And I just don't think that it landed. Yes. So. Yeah, it didn't work. So. Well, about I don't. This isn't about the music, but about the album art. Yeah. Why is Sony Music like? a huge part of the album art like isn't that isn't that weird that is pretty big they want you to know that is pretty big this album was corporately funded like they have guess what it's gonna be long and bloated and part of the song is gonna be not that good they have this like brand name feeling where they're always like i don't know it feels like a very rich kid band they do feel it is a rich rich kid band band. so that kind of made sense to me but yeah, I don't know. I wasn't a fan of that. Was it that their weird. first album on Sony? They were on XL for Modern Vampires. They were on XL for Contra, and they were on. I'm assuming. Yeah, they were on XL for their, their the, yeah for the debut as well. One. So they've been on XL. So this was their first jump it's over. Their first to, major label album. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So that probably also contributes to this. Here are my two favorite things from this album. Yeah. And the one of them has nothing to do with the actual album. Sure. The combination of them performing Sunflower, their version of Sunflower, and Post Malone's version of Sunflower on BBC Radio 1, that live performance, was very good. Was it? It was pretty good. It's great. Number two, my second favorite part about this album, is the inclusion of uh, Danielle Hyam. I thought that was what you were going to bring up. Huh? I don't think you're right. I think it's Haim. I think it's Haim. It's Haim. Like Corey. Corey Haim. I, I looked up a thing one time, and they said it's Hiam, like high I'm. Look it up sometime. I listened to a I listened to an NPR interview with the band one time. Hold on, I'm gonna look it up too. Everybody, look it up one time. At, Everybody, at all time. once you can get there first. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Ghost, <laughs> pronounce it. Go. Just found it out. It's Hiam. That's Hiam. Go. Hiam. So I no, I'm melting. I'm wrong on my own last name. Hiam. Hiam. There we go. See? I'm not a sister. Just I'm right. I would act it's, right. it's the secret. Of As in, Hiam Esty. Huh. Thank you. Hiam. I told you. Hi-am. Those two tracks were probably my favorites off that album, though. Was she only on two tracks? I thought she was yeah. on more. She was on two. She was on three. Three? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, she was on the, oh, yeah, the, the first track. Hold You Now, Married yeah. in a Gold Rush. Uh, and we belong together. Yeah. I don't understand. I don't. I don't understand. I don't get this album. I, I like those songs. I also like the last track, Jerusalem, New York, Berlin. It's mm-hmm. very weird. It is an odd track. It's kind of like Dylan esque the mm-hmm. way that like mm-hmm. the writing of it. Mm-hmm. It and I don't know if I really know. I don't know. I, I would. I should have listened to the album and like genius at the same time and like looked at the. 
Because I like mm-hmm. the little genius thing because it said like people can add things that the band has said yeah. about each lyric, mm-hmm. and so it dissects it a lot more. It does. It, it's very involved listening. I personally am not a big fan of doing the genius, but I, I can see why someone else would enjoy doing that. So, uh, but yeah, I, I, yeah, this album is not my favorite album by Vampire Weekend. I still liked. It. No, did you? I, I don't. I, I didn't. I don't understand. I don't understand it. I'll go back and listen to some of it, not all mm-hmm. of it, probably. Yeah, like I do, like I have for the other albums. But. I don't mm-hmm. think that there's any songs on this album specifically that stood out that I would be like, "Oh yeah, I want, I want to listen to this song again." Mm-hmm. Like I really, none of really like Harmony Hall. It's just so, it's just so sweet. I still it's... really like Sunflower, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah Sunflower that, is really the, good. The vocal performance with the do 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 do. It's cool. It's really fun. It's like a really interesting, like, that That sounds more like a Vampire Weekend song than really the rest yeah, of their, their music does. That's the rest of it, was... it just feels like just kind of like just sticky indie music, and it just kind of yeah. is what it is, but I don't know. Yeah. So uh, what well, are our thoughts? A let, that, was a let, that was a letdown. What was our thoughts on the other three albums? Because I have a feeling that we are uh, probably thinking those are better. I like the, the first, first album the a lot. That's first the best album one. Best, I think. First one's the best. Don't listen to Pitchfork though, because they like modern vampires more. I like I modern like modern vampires, vampires more. Yeah. So yeah, me and me and like old Dexy Boy are on the same. Well, I could definitely see liking the first one. They're they're three very like kind of distinct albums in a lot of ways. I think that their debut is it, it's full of hits. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's a, that is a, a hit machine that album. Yeah, every single song. I don't know about Every it hits, but I think that bops. Yes, bops. They're all bops. They're just so good. And then Contra is a little bit more like experimental and has a little bit more of like a like. They were a, more like garage like, rocky with the first album almost. I could s- okay garage rock. Keep like, that out. Keep that right out. A little of bit of the first album. Let's hey, hey punk. That's a hard. Yeah. That's a hard. No, it's a pass right there, friend. All right. Well, I don't know. What it's more math rock. rock. I don't almost. If you were gonna compare it to something else, either. I don't. I don't either. But it's got like I don't know. It's Whoa. the technical side of things, you know. I guess so. Just what very... was your? What did you say? Huh? He said what math your... rock. He said math. Yeah. I was, I, don't, did you say math rock? It's more math rock than it is garage oh, rock. <laughs> I, I, okay, I was thinking sure, of what could it's... be a stretch. Yeah, uh, Vampire Weekend is more, indie more math rock than it's garage indie rock. Pop. It's more death metal than anything. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're right. right. It's, yeah, it's definitely more de- It's more death metal than technical. No, it's definitely more technical metal than death metal. It's indie pop. It's, I think it's, it's indie gent. Pop. I think it's gent. Oh, is it gent? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. The groovy guitar licks. Oh, God, this one. Oh, God. Uh, we're already shitting on Vampire Weekend week. Look what we're doing, guys. Uh, and We're going to play a song. Oh, I don't know. What's your what's the song you want to play? Play some A Punk. Yeah, play A Punk. We want A Punk. No, play Oxford Common instead. Come on. Okay, man. play oh, Oxford Common. You know what? Hold on, y'all. Hold on. Slow oh, down. Jesus Christ. Slow down. Do we want Oxford Common or do we want A Punk or do we want both? Oxford Common. Play the kids don't stand a chance. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Also, okay. Well, also a good choice. Play A Punk. Okay. Oh, come on.
I like the. I think that guitar lick is a lot. It reminds me a lot of uh, the Strokes. I can see yeah. that. Very Strokes. Yeah, but you know who it, who it who it you know what it really comes from? Where's it come from, sir? The Smiths. Mm-hmm. It's Jangle Pop, friends. You know, when Jangle I to that, Pop. When I listen to that, I just want to put on some boat shoes, sit oh. on a dock somewhere. <laughs> yeah. You know, I just want to be on a polo. Sitting on the dock of the bird. There's something a very tied odd. around my neck. There is definitely something very oddly privileged about Vampire Weekend. Yeah. I don't know how to describe <laughs> what it is, but they're just... Well, you know, what was the song I off find the new album? Unbearably, unbearably White. Unbearably White. Unbearably White when I listen to Vampire Weekend. Yeah. I, I, his voice uh, does not sound like he's from the United States. It's very strange. Here's another question that California I California English, though. That's mm. something... Dax, this is this might be a question that you would be more suited for because yeah. I think this is really going to be a you-led week in terms of like some oh, of like God, the historical like end of Vampire Weekend. That's going to go poorly. Let's go. Oh, great. Okay. <laughs> Do you know why it was that Vampire Weekend ended up being so popular early on? Like right out of the day, right out of the gate, the album debut was album. They liked it a lot. How did how did it get? How was it so well received early on? I you know, I, I don't know. I assume it just had that same kind of really like. The Strokes came first, right? When did, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. The Strokes when did the first like album come out even? 2007. Oh, nine. oh, no, so eight. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, oh, eight. Oh, eight. It was oh, eight? Yeah, first Vampire Weekend album oh, was oh, damn, eight. I thought that was earlier. No. I guess My high school girlfriend's the... like, you should listen to this Vampire Weekend band. I'm like, I'm like listen to some band named Vampire Weekend. Stupid. There was Look just like now. a big wave. Well, of, like, I listened to it and it was good. I'm like, okay. I don't did know. you read the they, thing? Well, they didn't. No. So the indie, the indie revolution that kind of came out was like kind of early two thousands, which was around like Strokes, which yeah. was I think two thousand one was when Is This It came out, and that was really their big album that like blew up. Um, Interpol was another like indie group that kind of like also helped with that. Me. Uh, I'm trying to think of other Queens of Stone Age. Well, they're more yeah, they're more alternative. Yeah, Queens is more of like a White Stripes. That's really still garage. Queens is more of like a psych rock. Yeah, you think that you think it's rock, and then they say psych, psych. He's not. He's not. Psych. Uh, so it was. It's interesting that. Oh, another one was like 2005 was uh, Death Cab for Cutie Plans. That was an album that really yeah, blew almost, up in terms of indie almost scene. Almost picked it this week, guys. The Shins was another one where some of their music was really popular. Shags. Um, I think that that was. You, I'm not just saying stuff. I'm naming bands that got popular in the indie scene. And so thank you for making it sound like I'm just making shit up. My album. You I'm also gonna, have. I'm going to keep going. Uh, so like Wincing the Night Away, you, which was my album, that came out in 2007. That was a little bit later, but that was still around the time when like indie music, like indie music really became popular, I think. Yeah. But, but in the Nero 2000s. before that was an, al- was an album that was. It was well received, but I don't know that it had a lot of like hits off of it, like that were actually like mainstream successes. Oh come on, kissing the lipless. I mean, it was a good album for sure, but I don't yeah, know. It's my, it's my favorite of there. That's fair, but uh, I think that Vampire Weekend kind of rode the coattails of the indie like blow up, mm-hmm. and I think that they maybe maybe that's part of what it is. Then is that the indie scene was already like surprisingly popular in music in that like early to mid 2000s and so they got to kind of ride the wave of momentum that had already come from other bands mm-hmm. so also college it's just college. A yeah college rock college yeah. it is super college i don't understand it but it's the kind of music that people listen to when they're in college yeah, yeah. it just right. has that especially college if they're feel. in some you know ivy league school in new england yeah mm. yeah i don't Rich know boy rock so i like the idea of the uh, 
the we'll move on to the next album, Contra. Yeah. I like how it says uh, the album title. The album title is intended as a thematic allegory and a complex reference to the Nicaraguan counter revolutionaries, the 1980s album Sandinista by the Clash, and the video game Contra. Why? When I love I love our weekly segment. Jared reads off of Wikipedia. I just did it. All right, but explain why. How is it? How are those two other things have anything to do? With the video game Contra. Yeah, I don't know. I think that they like, just like the tie between everything, I guess. I have no idea. Like, how they just does wanted Sa- to reference all of it. We, like, wanted to we just happen to like all of these things. And they all happen right. to have Contra involved. But the name. Something. Let's name an album after stuff we like. I like a bunch of things. How do we make this all work? Oh, I know. But how does Sandinista have anything to do with the title Ooh. of Contra? I thought, I thought of another indie group that. Um, that was kind of like the hives. No, I was gonna say like Ooh, like mid two thousand nuclear war was modest mouse. Oh, oh come on. <laughs> you didn't have to make it. Are we, that are we good now? We're done with that. Yep. We're done with that. No, it just is is over. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think I think I think our listeners at this point know when it's over. Oh, to have <laughs> listeners. Oh, to have oh, listeners. Oh, to have listeners. Wow. What an assumption that was, that very, we that was quite poetic. I like, I like the album Contra. I like that album as I well. I like the it's song good. Cousins a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. Uh, Holiday. That's a good song. Oh, I think your I think your Contra is good. That's yeah, yeah, also a good track. Song. I really don't have any songs off of that album that I dislike. Track is good. I yeah. I'm yeah, gonna say good. I think that like first three albums, there's really not a a bum track. What's a bum track on the last one then? What's a bum track off of that album? Like half of them, dude. Uh, of them. I did bad. not love. Let's see. I didn't love Married in a Gold Rush. I, I did not that. love Rich Man. I did not love. Oh, I'm thinking. I'm trying to think. Spring of, Snow's not. I think that Rich Man is the one that was the one that was the biggest. Play it a little bit. Okay. I'm kind of into it. Like, it kind of right reminds song. me the of strings. Um, it reminds me of uh, something from Oh Brother Where Art Thou. I don't mm. remember which song. Mm. You know what it makes me think of? In the it makes me think of Panic of the Disco's Pretty Odd. Yeah. No, it doesn't make you think of that. It does. I ca- I could kind okay. of see it. Almost. You can't tell I me like, what it, you can't tell me what it does and doesn't make me. Think I like of. I you? like the strings. Mm. His voice they doesn't remind, fit that. They song. remind me of strings are pretty. That's the only they thing rem- wrong with it. I think his voice just doesn't fit it. Yeah. No, it doesn't fit. But that's the strings remind me of um, the Darjeeling Limited soundtrack. Oh. They've got all kinds mm. of sweet uh, Indian Bollywood songs. That are really good that have sounds like that in it. Hmm. Did you know yeah. that uh, Vampire Weekend were sued by the person that was on the cover of the album? No. The girl. That girl on Contra? Yeah. Really? yeah. Why did the girl sue him? It was a Polaroid taken in 1983 by somebody. And I guess they, con- I don't know if they contacted her or just figured out who she was or what. They got 
they paid $5,000 to have access to that photo to put it on their album by the man that took the Polaroid. He put it on a Flickr, the, mm. I guess a website or something. Flickr, you know Flickr? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Flickr, I hardly yeah, know her. Okay. Um, All right. Mm. Uh, so, but then she decided to sue the band for $2 million for using the picture without her permission. Mm. And they they claim, Vampire Weekend, Ezra, and his label and such, claim that they paid for it from the photographer and right. said they have access to it. Yeah. yeah. And so she um, later dropped the um, lawsuit and, like, uh, settled for an undisclosed sum. But I don't know if that's from Vampire Weekend or from the label hmm. or who. But, Yeah. Well, in the United there was States. some question. There were some questions around, um, like who it was when the album came out, and so they were, you know, pretty upfront about where the picture was found. You know, kind of the story of it, right? And they were like, "Yeah, she's a former model that's living in Malibu now, or whatever." Hmm. But then I think she th- saw that it was a way to, you know, make a quick buck on yeah. her own image that was taken, you know, twenty-seven years later or whatever it was. Yeah. Well, in the United States, photographers own the rights to the photo unless the person in the photo is like it's very complicated like if it's a model and they make their living off photos then then they can own it kind of mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a weird line i could see how she could have won that yeah well it's normally anytime that that kind of thing happens uh it settles out of court for an undisclosed sum things like that usually don't come to a judge's decision unless somebody is so like stuck more than likely she would lose but mm-hmm. probably yeah it says it was taken during a casting session even, so it's not even like a photo that was used, you know, for some type of promotional or public sh- thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like, session. obviously the, the photographer felt he owned it because he sold it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, he sold it to someone who wanted it, but he didn't sell it in the 80s. You know, he didn't take the picture with the intent of using it somewhere. It was for casting purposes. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, I don't know. It's not that important. I just thought I'd bring it up. It's interesting. Mm. It Very interesting, interesting, Jared. Thank you. You're welcome. So, uh, question. Dax, your favorite album is Modern Vampires. Jared, Tyler, your favorite albums are the debut. Is there something missing from Contra musically? Or do you think that it's just a comparison effect? It's where, like, not the first album. Oh, yeah, that's it? Like, I yeah. got in, like, I heard A-Punk. I don't mm-hmm. even know where I heard it. I heard it somewhere. I don't know if it was the video or if I just, it was somebody the video. said. It was surprisingly popular. Somebody said, out. hey, you should like this band. Because, like, at that time, I subscribed. I think I had Blender Magazine or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they, Blender was, like, all about. Like, it's interesting because magazines that like music like like them. Yeah really latch on to groups like that, like uh, The National and, um, you know, people, like bands like Ooh, that, bands yeah. that people like yeah. in that um, that Stratosphere. taste. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But then, like, I don't know. I liked, I think it was just because of how new it was mm-hmm. is why I like the first album so much. Yeah. And then everything since then has just kind of, gone down a little bit yeah. each album how are you gonna okay. how are you gonna impress me as much as you impress me on the first one mm-hmm. that makes with sense. the same sa- with the same sound i mean that's really the same with most of the bands that i like i like well i mean okay so it's not really the same but the first fallout boy album i ever listened to was from under a cork tree that's mm-hmm. my favorite album by them it's not their first album right but it's what you're introduced to the first time it's very and you love it mm-hmm. it's very hard to 
top that unless unless you do. And I don't know if Contra topped Does the it. first thing. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, I think that I like the debut more than Contra anyways, mm. but I think I, I do think it has a little bit to do with just like um uh how much I've been exposed to the songs off of the debut. And the fact that there are there, like there's a little bit less of uh, an exposure effect that comes from Contra. There are some songs off of Contra, so like Cousins giving up the gun, um, that got popular, but not as many songs off of Contra got popular. And so I think that maybe I was just more exposed to the debut album. But I do think that they have like a distinct. They're they're distinctly different sounds. I think that like the debut album is a little bit lighter, and I think that Contra has a little bit more of like an experimental like kind of technological sound to it that there wasn't really on like the debut album the first album was messier yeah and they've gotten more and more technical as each album has come out i think mm-hmm. i'm not really into that as much that's yeah. fair the electronic elements of the new album i wasn't really <laughs> down with as much yeah there weren't as many of them on father of the bride though i don't think at like least like the auto-tune on father of the bride oh i guess that's true they do a little bit of auto-tune but they did that on contra as well didn't they yeah but it just Feels, it felt different. It felt, yeah, it didn't feel as authentic. Yeah, it definitely fit it's, better is what it was in You know, Contra. I might yeah. I might like Modern Vampires more than Contra, maybe. Mm-hmm. I only like I Modern know. Vampires more because of how much I've listened to it, and that's mm-hmm. just because I had a CD of it, and there was a time when I didn't have a way to connect my phone to my car. Yeah, so you just listen to Modern Vampires all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I like that album just because I think that that album has a much bigger feel to it. I think that they there's a lot there's a lot of tracks off of that album so like uh Diane Young is one that comes to mind immediately mm-hmm, that just mm-hmm. like it just feels like they did something a lot bigger with their sound on that album than what they did on their two albums prior. Yeah. I like that I like that song a lot. I like Yeah, we know if you really listen to Modern Vampires it's almost like they smushed the sounds of the first two together to make a third album. I could see that for sure. They're still they're like really bring some of the guitar and like heavier drumming from a kit back in more onto modern vampires. Mm-hmm. We haven't played a, a song in a minute. Jerry, what was your, your fa- Well, your favorite song was a punk, right? Did no. you decide that your favorite song is a punk? My favorite song is unbelievers from uh, <laughs> modern, modern vampires, vampires of the city. Oh my cool. God. Well, let's play some unbelievers. then. <laughs> it's my favorite song. It would have been a punk. just like that that's in a good example of like their song their sound just kind of sonically starts building more where like the beginning of the song builds up to this really really big like climax of a song and they did that quite a bit on this album where like it just has almost like a cinematic feel to it It just feels much bigger production it also kind of shifts more towards pop it does have a little bit more of a pop feel to it i could see that as well where like it's those like swooping choruses and what have you that like you know they don't really have as much on their first two albums. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just like that sound. You know, Diane Young. Mm-hmm. It sounds like <laughs> they're saying <laughs> that they're dying young. That's oh my god! But the song is called Diane Young. Wow! Interesting. I, never knew. I know. Wow, 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 it's pretty wow. good. Thank you for that hot take. <laughs> That's quite an obvious bicycle, Jared. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it is true. Is that, is that like a? Is that like from Monty Python or something? That's a saying I'm going to start using now. Oh, is that? Did you just come up with it? Think it's just the title track on Modern Vampire. Oh, it's seemingly fit. Yeah, it's obvious bicycle. I also like that they have a song called Yahey yeah, as a hey. direct yeah, reference that's a worst to Outcast. One on there, you think that that's a direct? Yeah, it is. of course. Yeah, it is. yeah definitely, course. absolutely. Hold on, let's listen to that. Pay there... homage. I don't know that that's a direct. It is. Fun fact: If you reverse this, it's actually just Outcast. I don't know. You that mean Andre three thousand and Big Boy? Because it's from Speaker Box Love Below, which was the double album where both of them had their, their own, own album, like side of the album. So really, it's just Andre. Look at the name of the outcast. song. It's called Yah. I can hey. see what it's called. That doesn't mean he directly was making an Outcast reference with his music. Well, he did. Why the title? The title is. Look it up. Look it up, Scotty. If look you have, you if you were a musician and you're like, I'm, a, we could directly reference Outcast here. Would you do it? Look, I, all I'm saying is, is that I can see where you're making that connection, but I don't know that that was the exact intention. Look at, I, just, I looked at the lyrics on Genius, and it said it. Did you? Did it? Okay. Maybe Dragon they should just Force name that track Deliberate Outcast Reference here. He referenced Dragon Force in that song, too. Does he? Through the fire the band? through the flames. Mm-hmm. We'll carry on. Oh, okay. Yeah, he did, but. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, According to uh, uh, somebody that put it on Genius, that this song has a distinct religious tone. Mm. Yeah, it says Zion and Babylon and Saint. Yeah, that really makes me think of Outcast. Yeah, hey. Yeah, hey. Maybe it's a reference to Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah, Yeah, hey. hey. Get out of here. Great (laughs) game. Dex, what's your favorite Vampire Weekend song? Oh, my my God. Oh my gosh, this thing that we ask every week. Who would have thought that this would have come up? Fingerback. Fingerback it is, Dax. That's my favorite. Thanks for doing your research on your favorite band. much more sense yeah he did sample that song kind of in his own music he sampled his own song in the other song 
Yeah, in the new album, he has yeah. a song that just redoes part of that song. They have a new album. Mm. Who? I didn't. I didn't see it either. Oh. <laughs> How about you, Tyler? What's yours? Okay. We're, we're just gonna blow okay. through all these because apparently we don't know what else to say. My favorite song is Oxford Comma. Oh, see, you were gonna get your song played then. I you're, know. You were so worried when we were playing a pong. You weren't gonna get your Oxford Comma, but we'll do it. I want it. I do really like Oxford comma. And that's mm-hmm. another one where like the, the debut album has like a very distinct sound to it that I think is different from their other albums. So I could again, see why that is your favorite album and stuff. Mine Stop. is giving up the gun. Mm. Fun fact. Mm. There's yeah, a lot up? going on in that song. There is a lot, and that's what Contra feels like to me, whereas it's just like a lot going on, but I think that like, yeah. that's, it's very technical. It's very like well-layered. It's an epic, if you will, like an you said. Yeah. Epic album. I uh, just typed in Old Town Road. I knew you. And it wanted to see if I would give it permission for my location. Ooh, <laughs> wants to find you. Tell you more about the song. Cause no, because it wanted to look up an old town road. Oh, it didn't know I was looking up specifically the song. Why that are you looking sense. up old town road over there? Yeah, because what? I was gonna talk about the nine inch nails thing from the last episode. Yeah, he's already he's already there. Okay. <laughs> oh, what a weird thing that is. So, do we talk about anything else involved with Vampire Weekend, Dax? I figured listen, you would have more that you'd want to say about them. I never have anything to say. You know me. Yeah, but even even when we're doing your your favorite your favey fave group, you don't have nothing you want to say about the group to 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 really sell the listeners on checking out Vampire Weekend. Ezra, we played like fifteen songs. Ezra yes. made an anime. What? See, there you wow. go. Something right. you needed to say. He made Neo Yokio, which is starring Jaden Smith. It's real Whoa. weird. Uh, it's real. It's weird. not good. No, it's. Well, not yeah, good. obviously, he had a new album come out and it was bad. <laughs> I think you really didn't like it that much. I think. Th- oh, go ahead, Tyler. Tyler. What? You really didn't like it that much. The Jaden Smith album. Oh, I thought you were saying the new Vampire Weekend album was bad. <laughs> oh, Jaden Smith had new album. I thought you were still on this. Their album wasn't as good thing. Yeah, Jaden Smith well, doesn't make good music. My, I'm getting to my last, my last blurb on their new album, but I'm not. I don't. I'm, you know, I'm waiting till we're done with this bit of the conversation first. Oh, okay. So well, yeah. Neo Yokio though. 
I'm only going to say like a, a little snidbit of a review. Sure. Uh, it seems like it's made by rich kids for rich kids, and yeah. there's nothing else there. Yeah, that does kind of feel that way. Are they rich? Probably. Yeah. Yes. I think uh, Rostam, the guy that left the band, he left because he thought he was better than Ezra. Ooh. Oh, yeah, for God's They all sake. have a thing. Ezra Kenning's married to Rashida Jones. So. What a musical what? reference. Damn. So she dated him after she dated Halpert. Yep. <laughs> From what's Jim happening? To Ezra. That's the new TV. <laughs> that's the new TV guys? show. What's happening? I don't understand what's going this is on. What our, this is what it always is. I don't know I'm why sorry. you're confused. Oh, I, I hope so much. I don't. So, so okay. So here's what I'll say about Vampire. I like Vampire Weekend. I like. I didn't know I liked them as much as I did mm-hmm. um, before. Um, I mean, I knew I liked the first album, and then when I listened to the other two. I didn't know that I had listened to the other two albums prior to the new album coming out as yeah. much. Yeah. But I recognized a lot more songs and I liked a lot more songs than I thought I did. And mm. I really didn't think, I did not think that I would, that Unbelievers would be my favorite song by them. Right. I thought it would ha- have to be something from the debut album. Just right. Because mm-hmm. that's how much, but I listened to Unbelievers and I'm like, this is such a good song. I like this song and I liked it when it came out. Yeah. And I, I'm like, well, it's my favorite, you know? It's yeah. your favorite. Yeah. But I don't know enough about, I don't really know very much about them. About Vampire Weekend, yeah. Like, I mean, I yeah, like. Yeah, they're not like a group that has a lot of like cultural background to them over the last decade that they've been around. There's not a lot that they've had that really stands out as like big information. About no, I mean, the I think that they, they put out music. they put out albums. People like them a lot. Yeah. Then they tour, and then a while later they put out another album. People like it a lot. Yeah. Repeat, rinse, repeat. They and they have. Um, I mean, this is like a six-year gap between albums, so really they've had a very quiet like mid two thousands, late two thousands up to this point. Yeah. And so like, there's really they've I don't I don't see them as a band that like they're not flashy, you know. Yeah. They're, they're pretty much they are what they are, and they're classy. You like them, and yeah, they are pretty. They're classy. yacht clubby. You really are on this. They sound <laughs> like rich people music. They do. Thing. I mean, I don't disagree with you. What else sounds like Vampire Weekend? I had a very difficult time deciding that because yep. this week we listened to an additional album uh, that we had to pick that was indie pop, indie yep. rock in that, in that spectrum. Range. Just basically in the realm of what sounds like Vampire Weekend. And it was the hardest. Yeah, it was had. very difficult. It was super difficult. I had a list of, I think, 13 albums and I had to pick one. And I got it down to three and then I just chose the one I thought fit most out of those three yeah and it still didn't really fit a whole lot like i like rubble bucket omega lala but like it just didn't necessarily fit. whoa man way to out me way to out me caleb i want we don't have to i i, I don't want to do this thing where we we're like we're like <laughs> my album was this album and my album I'm just was joking. This. it's, it's kind of a dumb format so i want to not uh, do it no, on this it, one this i think time. it uh i thought that if i thought that omega lala fit in this in the feel I yeah, the feel was very similar. The sophistication of it. Yeah, it was yeah. it was very sophisticated for sure. So I'm you know mm-hmm. I'm just gonna rattle them off. Jared picked Decemberist, I'll be your girl. I picked Shins, went to the night away, and old Daxy boy picked Fruit Bats Tripper. And I just don't think that any of us were able to nail down a sound that sounds like Vampire Weekend is really the big theme nope. of uh, this week of music. Like we can no. find something that's within the realm of just indie rock and then kind of indie pop. Like again, like the shins has like an indie pop sound to them, but it's a different kind of pop. There's just nobody exactly. Yeah, but it's like still light. Hmm. It's still that light kind of. Yeah. The shins. Yeah. 
Uh, and then like Decemberists, like they have kind of like they're more folky. Uh, they're more but... yeah, like folk pop mm-hmm. almost. Like folk pop, I guess is is, is that's a thing. But that's like um, the new album that the album that I picked has the song Tethered, and it's way more like electronic based. Mm-hmm. So that kind of fit. I just didn't know what to do. Like I almost that picked... album had a lot of electronical stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I almost picked Plans by Death Cab. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the other album I almost picked? There were three uh, I almost picked. I almost picked. I don't remember. I almost picked Fleet Foxes. Oh, that would have been good. That's another good album. But again, that's like like it just it, none of these things sound like Vampire Weekend. They that's sound true. like I almost chose other things. Mm-hmm. I also almost chose um, Get This Own by Hopalong. That's a, also a really good album. That again just does not sound like Vampire Weekend. Nope, it does and not. I, like because again, we don't have to like spend too much time on these albums. It's, I, again, I think that the big thing was we listened to music all week. And Vampire Weekend sounds like Vampire Weekend, and I cannot find something that sounds like Vampire Weekend. Like if you look at like the I artists think, uh, that are suggested by them, like they kind of have like similar sounds, but they're more like electronic-y pop kind of sounds. And they're like, I could see somebody liking like Raw Raw Riot or Passion Pit if they liked Vampire Weekend, but that doesn't mean that they sound similar. It just means yeah, that you yeah. might like those two things at the same well, time. Well, Wes Miles from Raw Raw Riot went to school with Ezra Candy and they actually had a group briefly. Oh really? Hmm. I didn't yeah. know that. The Sophisticos. The Sophisticos. Yeah. Only we listened to their albums this week. Could have I don't know. I don't know much about it. So what are we saying about our albums? Are we saying anything about these I things? mean if anything you, if you have anything that you wanted to say about the albums, this is your time to speak. I think Rubble Bucket has the sophistication value that Vampire Weekend has. Because mm-hmm. they use saxophone and some other classical or jazz type instruments and yeah that's really i mean it's i i don't know if i would say it's that rubble bucket is closer to pop than vampire weekend i don't know mm-hmm. their music's really good though you should listen to rubble bucket if you like vampire weekend i would argue that cody or dax's sorry i would argue that dax's album fit the most out of anybody in picking an album that uh, was supposed to like correlate with vampire weekend Mm -hmm. i picked i had a very difficult time picking something so i just picked something that i wanted to listen to again yeah which is um decemberist i'll be your girl that was one of my favorite albums last year it is not a perfect album by any means Mm -mm. it has some clunkers on it it has some some issues with it but i would rather i will take those issues and listen to them if it means i get to listen to um for once in my life, one of my favorite songs that they, um, by December is mm-hmm. I like um, Tethered, a very yeah. good song, and the title track, I'll Be Your Girl, is a very good song. Yeah. Those three songs are my favorite on the album. I like a lot of the other songs on the album, but good good album. There's I like a, it. I, I didn't love the album, and I think it has a lot to do with the fact that like I have a very jaded view of Decemberist at this point where like I like, I like them quite a bit, but they just... I I don't know. They're There's, a dad band. I don't know that I agree with them being a dad no, band. No, they're not a dad band. Oh, okay. Didn't we, play, didn't we play this game already? We were trying to figure out what, what is a dad band. You I may don't, have. I don't remember that. I'm pretty sure. Maybe. maybe I did that with somebody else. You did it with me. I hadn't listened. I know I was there. Yeah, I thought you were. I hadn't but. listened to that Shins album in a while. Mm-hmm. I don't love the album. No. But I do like the the uh, Phantom Limb. Mm-hmm. Is Australia on that album? Australia is on that album. Australia Both of those songs I like. The rest of it, throw it out with the baby basket or whatever you want to say. 
No, no it's, it's a pretty good album. Is that what it's saying? Is? No, that's not the no, same. I don't know if that. No. I thought it was uh, I th- throw the baby out with the bathwater was the same. Ah, and it means it something is. completely yeah, different. It. Yeah. So, anyways, that's what I meant. Throw about the, the album. baby out. With yeah, that is a saying. The fuck does that mean? I can't remember the, exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> Go on, clear it up. This baby sucks so much that I'm throwing it right out with this bathwater. What happened to your baby? I don't have one. What baby? <laughs> what baby? Threw that thing right out the window with the bathwater. I don't have one now. I'm surprised you didn't like Wednesday Night Away. I don't know. I did. He like probably like shoots too narrow more. I don't think he's ever listened to shoots too narrow. I, I don't even know that he would like shoots too narrow. I really don't like the shins that much, honestly. I'm a big fan of the shins. I like some of I like the singles, but I don't like the band. Yeah, that's fair. I uh, like whatever the. Thing. Why do you th- so? Why do you think that Fruit Bats is the closest in terms of sound? Because it sounded the most like it. Why do you think that? What? Why did I, I don't? Think I would that? have to disagree with that one. Oh really? What do you? Th- well, you're gonna say yours is. No. Yeah, I would say that mine is, but I, but that's <laughs> oh, but because that's yeah, but it's not. It's because we're all looking at different things. I think that mine sounds more like it in terms of when I listen to the composition and the way that the things that things fit all together. I'm like, this reminds me of Vampire Weekend. So I had help picking mine, <gasps> kind of. Wow! Did you ask idiot. Ezra? <laughs> yeah, you got me. No, Son I. Uh, so. Our local record store, Village Green Records. Yeah. I used to go in there a lot. We love them there. He got to know my musical taste, and he recommended the Fruit Bats. Did he? uh, Because he thought they sounded a little like Vampire Weekend and Mm. a few other things that I was into. Mm. Uh, So that always stuck with me, that they always had that connection. That makes sense. I didn't didn't love Tripper. It was was just okay. It's just a good album. I love that. And it looks amazing on vinyl. It has nothing to do with the music, but it's on this, like, it has like clouds and blue vinyl and mm. yeah. See, I'm, I thought it was all right. I didn't think that I like any, the mm, I like the artwork. It's cool. Artwork is pretty cool. I just I don't know. I just didn't think that any of our albums sounded anything like Vampire Weekend. I think that it just shows that Vampire Weekend like are were able to take what is like a popular sound and they were able to do something with it that was different. And I think that's like not to like that we have to justify why we cover a band on any given week, but I think that that justifies talking about Vampire Weekend is that they are very different. Acts. I think that they're because thing. because they're Dax's favorite band is why we do. That's why we should do it. <laughs> that's why. Yeah, we should get to cover. Our, well, if that's true, why not? Next week we're doing Jackson C. Frank, everybody. Yay! <laughs> oh, <laughs> man, time. We're never doing Jackson C. Frank. Uh. Everybody got to say their favorite song, right? Yeah, I'm asking yeah. if there's any yeah. closing thoughts on Vampire Weekend. My favorite Shin song yeah, this... is Simple Song. We're we gonna play that one. <laughs> no, I knew that was your. I knew that was your favorite, Jared. It is a simple song. I knew it was your favorite. I try to tell people that album is worth it, but people don't listen all the time. What, what that, that Shin's album? Time. Yeah, that is a good. Show. I, tomorrow. I don't. I think that all of them oh, are pretty good, actually. Well, I I didn't love Heartworms, but it is. It's only life is better of the worms. Than... Yeah, I hate worms. Thank you. Uh, Poor Tomorrow I thought was pretty good Wednesday Night Away is pretty good Shoots and is pretty good Shoots and Arrow's I don't know that I've ever listened to Oh Inverted World oh it's good Oh Inverted World's good okay well now I know cool check out All the right. Fruit Bats Vampire Weekend Vampire Weekend I wish your album was better yeah it's new it's got you know what it's so bloated it's a double LP and they didn't even bother to put all the good ones on one of the discs. You got to listen to both of them. <laughs> I have to go back and forth between good. Listen to right. Vampire Weekend. Do Sunflower, both versions on BBC Radio One live mm-hmm. cover. Listen to it. 
Link it in the description, Dax. LinkedIn. Cody. Cody does that. That's right. Sorry. I always forget that Cody does that. Yeah. Fuck you, Cody. We hate you on this show. Yeah. Thanks for doing our Fuck work you. for us. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Hey, was, wait a minute. Was, Jeez. Hey. I had some things to work out. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this week's edition of Record Roundtable. This has been Caleb, Dax, Jared, and Tyler speaking. Next week, we're doing Fugazi. something.